Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the entire Bible each year, following the weekly Torah portions. Every day we read a consecutive portion from the Torah, the Prophets, the Writings, and the Apostles. I am Harriet, your reader today, and today is Sunday the 21st of May or the 1st of Sivan, a new month on the Hebrew calendar. Today is Rosh Chodesh, the new month, and we have day 45 of the counting of the Omer, which means that we have almost reached the Shavuot or uh, Pentecost on the 50th day. So this new parasha this week is called Shavuot, uh, which means actually in English weeks, but it is the Feast of Weeks this week. And today in history, the people of Israel arrive in the wilderness of Sinai. Quote from Exodus 19.1 In the third month after the sons of Israel had gone out of the land of Mitzrayim, on that very day they came into the wilderness of Sinai. Also Korach and his followers perish, according to tradition from number 16. Quote, the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up and their households, and all the men who belonged to Korach with their possessions. The prophet Ezekiel receives one of seven prophecies, nearly all dated, against Mitzrayim. Quote, in the eleventh year, in the third month, on the first of the month, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, say to Paro, king of Mitzrayim, and to his hordes, Whom are you like in your greatness? That was from Ezekiel 31. The portion from the Torah will be different uh, this week, this Shavuot week, because we are not following uh, numbers now, which we were in, or Bamidbar. We will read this week from Deuteronomy, or Dvarim. And today it's Deuteronomy 14, 22 through 29. And like we always do, we bless the Lord and thank him for his word before we start. Please join me. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. And now to the Torah reading. From Deuteronomy 14. You shall surely tithe all the increase of your seed, that which comes out of the field year by year. You shall eat before the Lord your God. In the place which he chooses to cause his name to dwell, the tithe of your grain, of your new wine, and of your oil, and the firstborn of your herd and of your flock, that you may learn to fear the Lord your God always. If the way is too long for you, so that you are not able to carry it, because the place which the Lord your God shall choose to set his name there is too far from you, when the Lord your God blesses you, then you shall turn it into money, bind up the money in your hand, and shall go to the place which the Lord your God shall choose." You shall trade the money for whatever your soul desires, 
for cattle, or for sheep, or for wine, or for strong drink, or for whatever your soul asks of you. You shall eat there before the Lord your God, and you shall rejoice, you and your household. You shall not forsake the Levite who is within your gates, for he has no portion nor inheritance with you. At the end of every three years you shall bring all the tithe of your increase in the same year, and shall store it within your gates. The Levite, because he has no portion nor inheritance with you, as well as the foreigner living among you, the fatherless and the widow who are within your gates shall come, and shall eat and be satisfied, that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hand which you do. That was Deuteronomy or Dvarim 14, 22 through 29. Now, because we have Rosh Chodesh, a new month, starting today, we have an extra reading about that, and that is from Numbers or Bamidbar, chapter 28, verse 11 through verse 15. At each Rosh Chodesh, you shall offer a burnt offering to the Lord, two young bulls, one ram, seven male lambs a year old without blemish, and three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for each bull, and two-tenths two-tenth parts of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for the one ram, and one-tenth part of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering to every lamb, as a burnt offering of a pleasant aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. Their drink offerings shall be half a hin of wine for a bull, the third part of a hin for the ram, and the fourth part of a hin for a lamb. This is the burnt offering of every Rosh Chodesh throughout the months of the year. Also, one male goat for a sin offering to the Lord shall be offered in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. That was Numbers 28, 11 through 15. Sorry. And um, now we have the portion from the prophets, or the Nevi'im, and we're reading from the prophet Jeremiah, or Yahu. Today it is chapter 13. This is what the Lord said to me, Go and buy yourself a linen belt, and put it on your waist, and do not put it in water. So I bought a belt according to the word of the Lord and put it on my waist. And the word of the Lord came to me the second time, saying, Take the belt that you have bought, which is on your waist, and arise, go to the Euphrates, and hide it there in a cleft of the rock. So I went and hid it by the Euphrates as the Lord commanded me. After many days the Lord said to me, Arise, go to the Euphrates, and take the belt from there, which I commanded you to hide there. Then I went to the Euphrates, and dug, and took the belt from the place where I had hidden it. And behold, the belt was ruined, 
it was profitable for nothing. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, This is what the Lord says, In this way I will ruin the pride of Yehuda and the great pride of Jerusalem. This evil people who refuse to hear my words, who walk in the stubbornness of their heart, and have gone after other gods to serve them and to worship them, will be as this belt, which is profitable for nothing. For as the belt clings to the waist of a man, so I have caused the whole house of Israel and the whole house of Yehuda to cling to me, says the Lord, that they may be to me for a people, for a name, for a praise, and for glory, but they would not hear. Therefore you shall speak to them this word. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Every container should be filled with wine. And they will tell you, Do we not certainly know that every container should be filled with wine? Then tell them, This is what the Lord says. Behold, I will fill all the inhabitants of this land, even the kings who sit on David's throne, the Kohanim, the prophets, and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, with drunkenness, and I will dash them one against another, even the fathers and the sons together, says the Lord. I will not pity, spare, or have compassion, that I should not destroy them. Hear and give ear, do not be proud, for the Lord has spoken. Give glory to the Lord your God before he causes darkness, and before your feet stumble on the dark mountains, And while you look for light, he turns it into the shadow of death and makes it deep darkness. But if you will not hear it, and my soul will weep in secret for your pride, my eye will weep bitterly and run down with tears, because the flock of the Lord has been taken captive. Say to the king and to the queen mother, Humble yourselves, sit down, for your crowns have come down even the crown of your glory. The cities of the south is shut up, and there is no one to open them. All Yehuda is carried away into exile. It is wholly carried away into exile. Lift up your eyes and see those who come from the north. Where is the flock that was given to you, your beautiful flock? What will you say when he sets over you as head those whom you have yourself taught to be friends to you? Will not sorrows take hold of you as of a woman in travail? If you say in your heart, Why have these things come on me? Your skirts are uncovered because of the greatness of your iniquity, and your heels suffer violence. Can the Ethiopian change his skin or the leopard his spots? Then may you also do good who are accustomed to do evil. Therefore I will scatter them, as the stubble that passes away by the wind of the wilderness. This is your lot, the portion measured to you from me, says the Lord, because you have forgotten me and trusted in falsehood. Therefore I will also uncover your skirts on your face, and your shame will appear. I have seen your abominations, even your adulteries, and your neighing, the lewdness of your prostitution, 
on the hills in the field. Woe to you, Jerusalem! You will not be made clean. How long will it yet be? That was Jeremiah chapter 13. And now we have the portion of the writings. We are reading from the book of Job, or Yov, and we will read chapter 33. Here we have the man that is called Elihu, that is continuing his talk to Job. But now, Job, please hear my speech and listen to all my words. See now, I have opened my mouth, my tongue has spoken in my mouth. My words will utter the uprightness of my heart. That which my lips know, they will speak sincerely. The Ruach of God has made me, and the breath of Shaddai gives me life. If you can, answer me. Set your words in order before me, and stand up. Behold, I am toward God as you are. I am also formed out of the clay. Behold, my terror will not make you afraid. Neither will my pressure be heavy on you. Surely you have spoken in my hearing. I have heard the voice of your words, saying, I am clean without transgression. I am innocent, neither is there iniquity in me. Behold, he finds occasions against me. He counts me for his enemy. He puts my feet in the stocks. He marks all my paths. Behold, I will answer you. In this you are not just, for God is greater than man. Why do you strive against him? Because he does not give account of any of his matters. For God speaks once, yes, twice, though man pays no attention. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls on men, in slumbering on the bed, then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction, that he may withdraw man from his purpose and hide pride from man. He keeps back his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword. He also chastened with pain on his bed, with a continual strife in his bones, so that his life abhors bread and his soul dainty food. His flesh is so consumed away that it cannot be seen, and his bones that were not seen stick out. Yes, his soul draws near to the pit and his life to the destroyers. If there is beside him an angel, an interpreter, one among a thousand, to show to man what is right for him, then he is gracious to him and says, Deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. His flesh will be fresher than a child's. He returns to the days of his youth. He prays to God and he is favorable to him, so that he sees his face with joy. He restores to man his righteousness. He sings before men and says, I have sinned and perverted that which was right, and it did not profit me. He has redeemed my soul from going into the pit, and my life will see the light. Behold, God does all these things, twice, yes, three times, with a man, to bring back his soul from the pit, that he may be enlightened with the light of the living. Mark well, Jov, and listen to me, 
Hold your peace and I will speak. If you have anything to say, answer me. Speak, for I desire to justify you. If not, listen to me. Hold your peace and I will teach you wisdom. That was Job chapter 33. And now our final portion for today from the Apostolic Writings. We will read Romans chapter 13. Let every soul be in subjection to their highest, to their higher authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those who exist are ordained by God. Therefore, he who resists the authority withstands the ordinance of God, and those who withstand will receive to themselves judgment. For rulers are not a terror to the good work, but to the evil. Do you desire to have no fear of the authority? Do that which is good, and you will have praise from the authority, for he is a servant of God to you for good. But if you do that which is evil, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in, in vain, for he is a servant of God, an avenger for wrath to him who does evil. Therefore, you need to be in subjection, not only because of the wrath, but also for conscience' sake. For this reason you also pay taxes, for they are servants of God's service, continually doing this very thing. Therefore, give everyone what you owe. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If customs, then customs. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. Owe no one anything except to love one another, for he who loves his neighbor has fulfilled the Torah. For the mitzvot, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever other commandments there are, are all summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does not harm a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the Torah. And do this, knowing the time that it is already time for you to awaken out of sleep. For salvation is now nearer to us than when we first believed. The night is far gone and the day is near. Let us therefore throw off the deeds of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in sexual promiscuity and lustful acts, and not in strife and envy. But put on the Lord Yeshua the Mashiach and make no provision for the flesh for its lusts. That was Romans chapter 13. And if you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you would also read Mark chapter 1 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. It is a privilege to read for all of you busy moms and others who might be listening the Word of God, and I pray that it will bear fruit in your lives and be an encouragement for you this week or this day 
even today. So have a blessed new week. Shavuot Tov and Shalom from Israel. Until next time.